0: Hey everybody, welcome to the PDX Beat podcast, the culture show that keeps a finger on the pulse of all things Portland. I'm your host, Amado Lumba, and for this week's beat, I'll share with you a recent palaver I had with Moses Barrett, frontman of a genre-bending local band, The June Bugs. I'll feature a few of their tunes throughout the episode, and towards the end, I'll treat you to an auditory glimpse into their upcoming EP, which they're hoping to produce via their Kickstarter campaign. But before we dive into all those things, let's start at the very beginning. I asked Moses to tell me how the Junebugs got started.
1: Um, I was living up in Vancouver, B.C., um, and uh, you know I had gotten a degree in vocal performance from the University of Oregon, and uh, I graduated um and i didn't i realized that i didn't want to do uh, musical theater was what i was kind of aiming for oh is that right and then um yeah and i was like working regionally and everything was going great and then i missed my best friend's wedding for a tech rehearsal and i was like well don't want to live my life that way you don't want to be so missing I, yeah. a lot of things. and i was like you know and you know you're supposed to sacrifice for this gig right but <laughs> but they're like you didn't know that you yeah, like you're gonna miss your sister's wedding you're gonna miss oh, your mother's boy. funeral man like that's the that's the deal and I was like, well, what am I going to do now? Um, and then a friend of mine offered me this computer job that was, you know, pretty solid money. Oh, hey, love. Uh, this is my wife. I hope that's all right. Hi. Um, so some, you know, they uh, a friend of mine offered me this computer job, you know, working for his company up in Vancouver, B.C., and I had I'd just graduated. I had nothing else to do, and so I moved to Vancouver. Um... And I uh, hung out there for a while and met some musicians. And I, I just started playing around just because I missed it so much. Um, and then I, I found out you can make real solid money um, uh, playing the hotel circuit in Vancouver. And um, I was like, yeah, I'll make a little extra cash. You know, I'll get out and play. And right then I lost my job because the company oh. folded. Oh, man. When was um, this? 2010... Eleven, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I was with—I was not married to, but I was with my lovely wife, and she was a Canadian citizen. And so, like, I couldn't leave, but like, my visa went away, like all this stuff. And um, and so I had, you know, I had washed dishes before, and I was like, I'll just get a job washing dishes, but I didn't have a visa, and so people were—it's—I it, was shocked at how serious they were, about <laughs> having everything above board. Because it's like kitchen work, right? Like you—they've been paying people under the table always, and I was like, no one would do it, especially in Vancouver, BC. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> And so, um, and so, but then I kind of kicked the musician thing into overdrive and uh, started to pay my rent doing it. And I was like, well, this is much better, you know. Um, and so I did that up there um, with some really talented musicians, uh, Jen Hodge and Gracie Sherman, and uh, and. Um, and then I, we, I moved down, and we got a visa for my, uh, my then-girlfriend, now wife. Um, and we moved down here, and I just you know, set up shop. Um, Jen Hodge, my bass player, who is super talented. Uh, runs a band called the Jen Hodge All Stars uh, Prohibition era jazz she's so good um, she was like you gotta look up Kyle Owen when you get down to um, when you get down to Portland uh-huh. uh, cause she had met him through the through the trad jazz circuit um, and I was like I don't hire drummers I don't like drummers <laughs> and then um, I jammed with him one time and I was like you're hired <laughs> wait why do you not like drummers oh they're loud <laughs> and you know a lot of times you know Kyle Owen is he is such a sensitive player I mean it, both my guys now, um, uh, the other two people in the band, Kyle Owen and Sean Vincent, um, both of them are uh, have degrees in jazz, um, and so when you know we lean into it and we rock out, we can totally lean into it and rock out. But they're also so um, sensitive, and they're you know their eyes are up all the time; they're paying attention to what's going on. They're not. They're not just going to mindily slam on things, you know, which is, what, which is how I kind of, other drummers in my life, you know, it's like, they really like hitting the stands, stands hard, right? Show up. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so Kyle was just such a talented, sensitive player, and he could sing, you know, which is real important for the June Bugs. Sure. Um, and then, uh, you know, we've, uh, about eight months ago, we picked up this fellow named Sean, um, who's also, who Kyle knew from university. Um, and for the last, you know, eight months a year, that's pretty much been our, been our, um, our people, and it's been, uh, it's been great. You know, that's kind of how that's that kind of brings us to where we are now. Right on. Really- so I'm curious. So you said you
0: went to University of Oregon, and then you lived in Vancouver, and then you ended up here. Yeah.
1: Why not Seattle? Um, I, I'm gonna get myself in trouble. I don't like Seattle. I think it's—I don't know—it's got a lot of hills. I I, ride, I used to ride bicycles a lot. I was, um, and I didn't have. You know, we, we moved home. My mom had breast cancer, um, so we kind of moved home a little bit to take care of her. Got it. Um, and also, we moved in with her um, for the first uh, for the first year. Um, which was great for us because we did not have enough money to pay rent. Um, But it was also a huge stretch for my wife. I was like, move away from Vancouver to the woods with my mom, who has cancer. (laughs) Like, that was... Oh the oh yeah. the rough patch that
0: actually could sound like a BBC yeah yeah
1: story. or something right yeah yeah it was well, definitely you
0: just it just rubbed off on you can yeah yeah right
1: yeah right. Um,
0: but tell me tell me about the June bugs like
1: w- w- with the name the June bugs how did that come up we um so when we were first getting together uh you know when when I was making the band up in Vancouver um I wanted it to be something like short and quick and friendly um and uh, Dan Myers, who was actually one of the first people that I played with. Um, he, at the time he was he was just saying like a chicken on a like a chicken on a junebug. Like a like a fat kid on a Twinkie, you know, like it was like he was on that beer like a chicken on a junebug. Um, and I was like, Junebug bug, that's cute. And then it was like the June bugs. And so it just kind of stuck. Yeah, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a lot of thinking, it just kinda came out. You know. it's Close your eyes and I'll kiss you guys
2: With the birds I'll share With the birds I'll share this Don't they you With the birds I'll share this Don't blame you Push me up against the wall Young Kentucky girl and push-up row Falling all over myself To lick your heart and taste your
1: I mean it's so it's so tough it's, it's like that it's that thing where it's like what's your genre it's like man I don't know mu- music <laughs> um, when we want to when we want to say a lot of words we say we are genre bending pop folk yep um, but that's that, but that's just kind of putting a box around a bunch of points you know it's like we're really what we are is we are the products of the music we grew up listening to and the music we like to play Okay. Um, I was raised by a bunch of hippies around a campfire. And they played everything from, you know, turn-of-the-century America, like real Americana. Um, uh, all the way up through, you know, Van Morrison and Tom Petty and then classic rock and all that stuff. So I grew up in kind of this, um, you know, this kind of hodgepodge melting pot of all these different styles of music. And it was all bent into this kind of like vocal harmony, um, you know, a lot of acoustic instruments. And so I have made that... You know, that was kind of what I brought to the table. And then, um, you know, Kyle uh, loves a lot of the same kind of music but has a real strong jazz background, and, you know, he obviously brings a full drum kit to it and then Sean same kind of thing but a little bit more like um, you know a couple other genres that he he's really into and he brings an electric bass and so it's kind of this and then also you know they, they're so talented and have so much jazz training it's kind of this it's it's this melting pot of all these different styles and all of these different places that we have grown up with and so to, to put a genre to it it's really tough because it's just like we play the music that we like right and if we don't like it we don't play it and you know we don't like just Americana we don't just like folk we don't just like rock we, we like all these different things and then when we express ourselves musically we express ourselves in the only way we know how which is comes out of genre bending pop folk I guess right, right.
0: <laughs> but, but with a leaning towards americano leaning and towards americano. bluegrass maybe Blue, yeah yes. absolutely to tripping in the
2: bathroom room we don't care driving Cadillacs in our dreams your songs are messed me baby Diamonds on your timepiece Jet plane times Tigers on, on a the leash We don't care we not caught up in your love affair And we'll never be royal
1: goes into choosing the songs oh man i mean like like i said it's just kind of like the songs we like and um it's you know we hear something on the radio what happens is we hear something on the radio or or something comes up on a you know a spotify playlist or we bump into it on youtube and it and we make that initial connection like oh this is this is a banger you know what i mean this is so good the music is so good and then we bring it to the group and you know there's been stuff that we've brought in and kind of picked up and learned and um, and it just didn't it didn't have fire to it you know what I mean like we turned it over a couple times we looked at it from a couple of different angles you and you're in an example yeah um, man we the that um,
2: it's like in my mirror my mirror's staring back at me
1: um, Justin Timberlake uh, man, that, I love that song. I think it is so good. It's, like, kind of a callback to, like, the best parts of the 80s. It's got this big kind of shout chorusy thing where we put a ton of harmony to it. And it's just, like, it never, it never quite took. And we played it out a couple times and, like, the, and the audience didn't connect with it. And, we were always slightly uncomfortable playing it and so there's been a couple of those you know where it's like the music is good but for for whatever reason when we do it we are not able to connect with it emotionally and simultaneously the audience is connecting with it emotionally and you know if there's if it's kind of becomes this loveless marriage of like you know like why are we doing this like if if we don't like it and they don't like it then what then what are we doing you know uh,
0: how long does that loveless marriage last oh, couple
1: maybe, of a couple of
0: gigs like you know
1: generally because generally it starts in rehearsal of it just feeling good in rehearsal and being like yeah this is it and then you take it out on you know you take it out on stage and you know generally stuff goes rough the first couple of times because it's like you know you're at this you're at this heightened level of trying to pull stuff off and that means you know you've got this extra journal in which means there's probably a few more mistakes than there would be in rehearsal which is a little bit more relaxed and so um, you know it's uh, it takes a, you know it takes a couple times on stage to really tighten it up and, and get tunes where we're feeling super comfortable but but even then, you can feel it when it's right, when, when, when people are digging on it, and when you're digging on it. And so, yeah, just every once in a while, they'll just be tunes, and it's just like, ah, oh, this ain't working. <laughs> what, uh, what if any
0: um, tunes that you guys play right now that's just one of those tunes where you go, regardless of how the audience reacts, this is a tune that we're going to keep in our lineup, always.
1: Um, you know, so we, we were just talking about this. Um, uh, the Night They Drove Old Dixie Down by the band... Um, we just love that tune. And um, we generally put it on our third set, which is our, like, dancier burn it down set. But it just feels so good for us. And sometimes we just kill the dance party. With like, everybody's like, everybody kind of looks at each other. It's like, why are they playing this, like, down-tempo, grindy folk when they were just playing, you know, a bunch of Paul Simon or whatever? Um, but we love that tune. We'll play that tune for forever. is the name.
2: Can Tray
1: you know we try to keep it fresh and we try to keep learning new tunes and you know um turning our sets over um to make sure that you know people can come and hear something new you know and that they're not just hearing the same show over and over again which is uh you know it's it's tough it's especially during the summer when there's when there's so much work and you're just kind of you know we have eight shows next week and it's No time to create? Yeah, yeah. You get kind of, you know, it's just like go, 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 go. And it's like load in, load out, show, load in, load out, show. You know, you're like canceling rehearsals because you got other stuff to do. um, It's hard to keep up sometimes. but uh, For a lot of bands here in Portland, that's a good problem to have. Yeah, yeah. um, We are not complaining. We are not complaining. It is a fantastic problem to have. What
0: what songs... are are on the horizon. I mean, in terms of covers,
1: yeah. Uh, anything um, that you guys have been kind of tooling around with? Yeah, we. So we've been kind of. Put, well, there's there's a couple of Lannis more set tunes we've been talking about, <laughs> nice. which I think would be super sweet. Nice. You know, um, and we got. No. Uh, we we just put another band tune in the rotation, which we're real happy with. Um, but. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, it tends to happen very fast. We talk about a bunch of tunes. You know, every rehearsal we're throwing out a couple. It's like, oh, we should do this, we should do that. And then generally it takes me just learning one. Sure. Um, because uh, I am a vocalist and not an instrumentalist. They, they learn stuff so fast. I have to, I have to have it almost memorized for me to... For me to refer it to work for me yeah um, so generally I go learn something and then I bring it into rehearsal and then we tear it apart and put it back together right and, you know they they're like oh what about this what if we do this what if we move this here and etc cetera, etc cetera.
0: Like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com/ pdx beat find us on Twitter as at pdx beat email us at thepdxbeat at gmail.com and check out our website at www.thepdxbeat.com www.thepdxbeat.com
1: hi this is moses barrett from the june bugs and you're listening to the pdx beat
0: how do you guys work on your your vocal harmonies how does that happen is it um, fairly organic, or is it something? Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, we don't um, we don't write it out ever. I mean, a lot of it's you know, there's such a um, there's such a strong tradition of kind of like what's right vocally, um, you know, in Americana music, and so you know, uh, a lot of times Kyle will take that like strong major third on top, um, and then Sean gets the gets the real tough job of like finding that third note, which is also great, which is where his jazz training comes in handy because sometimes he picks the strangest notes and it's. It sounds, and it great. sounds great yeah it sounds great but we're just like that is not what i would have picked all the
2: other kids with the pumped up kicks you better run better run i'll run my gun all the other kids with the pumped up kicks you better run better run faster than my bullet.
1: every moment we have this thing in rehearsal where it's like does do you feel strongly about it so it's like if if someone feels a certain way and they feel strongly about it if you don't feel strongly about it you just gotta let it go and so if someone likes that note or someone really likes this groove and it's important to them and it's not important to you that it's a different way just let it happen you know and so um yeah it's very you know we find the things and every once in a while they'll be like oh that's a little bit too crunchy or that's a little bit weird maybe um stylistically maybe that's too far outside the box um and we'll bring it back in but a lot of times yeah it's just kind of sing I'll, I'll, we'll we'll just put something on a loop and I'll just keep singing it right. they'll poke around and then they'll find something they like now, all the
2: other up
1: saw your Kickstarter video yeah. a couple of days ago
0: first of all it's pretty funny
1: oh thanks man um, I got a, I got a shout out to my buddy Campy Draper who wrote that script I think you guys show. may have missed your calling perhaps you could do viral mm-hmm. videos uh, as well <laughs> yeah right but
0: um, uh, but you you guys are putting are hoping to put up yeah an album
1: yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, I mean it's an EP so we have um, five originals and two covers um, and, uh, we got most of the recording done, and we're just fundraising for, um, you know, some mastering and some printing, and, um, also, you know, so we're a, you know, we're a full-time, uh, band, and we pay our rent this way, and some very sweet musician friends of ours totally donated their time, and so we would like to pay them for the work <laughs> they did. Um, but that, doesn't it defeat the... Uh, The definition of donation Yeah yeah, Yeah. (laughs) We're trying to We're trying to reject Their donation And (laughs) And turn it into A paying situation Um So yeah We're very close But yeah we, We got this Kickstarter Um That uh it's going really well, um, and hopefully we'll be able to pull it across the line. So, uh, regarding your original tunes, what can people expect? Is it going to be? Yeah, I mean, some surprises. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're we're trying. So, you know, it's definitely. I mean, it's music that we wrote, and you can kind of tell. You know, it's definitely still in that like acoustic instruments Americana. Um, but we hope that we're kind of putting a modern spin on it, you know, we're, um, we're mo- I mean, I don't even know if modern is the right word, but we're hopefully we're making something that is true to ourselves and, and that is expressing, yeah, yeah, it fits, it fits nicely with the music, you know, it's a piece of what else we're doing, you know, and so, um, so yeah, I, no surprises, but necessarily, but I hope people dig it.
2: Draggy bitch, don't play around. Cover much ground, cut a pound. Getting paid is a forte. Each and every day, true play away. Can't get her out of my mind. Wow, think about the girl all the time. Yeah, east side to the west side. Pushing five rides, ain't no surprise. She got tricks in the stage. Staying up cash. cage. Nice when it comes to the case. by no means that bitch. She got to heaven Baby you're perfect ten I want to get in Want to get down so I can win Like the way you work working No didi That's the bang bag it up, yo Like the way you work working No didi Got the bang Like the way you work working No didi Got the bang bag it up, yo Like the way you
0: work working No didi That's the
1: bang But what's the pie in the sky for you? Um, man, that's a great question. Because everybody asks, like, what's your what's your dream? What's your you know, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, man, I don't know. I've already, I'm already, I've already lived my dream. Like, I am, I am a full time professional musician, paying my rent, buying my groceries, doing music, and. So it's like anything beyond that, it's like I don't even, like I would like to buy a house and like put my children through, I don't have any children yet, but you know, if I were to have some, I would like to be able to, you know, afford them a life that has like clothing and food. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, our plan for this EP is, uh, you know, this... When you have original music and you have an album out, it really opens a lot of doors to you that are kind of closed as a cover band. Because, you know, you start to get around the festival circuit, and you're like, I would like to come play your festival. And they're like, great. Are you a cover band? And you're like, yes. Um, (laughs) And they're like... Do they say no to that? They say no to that. Oh, I did not know that. Well, for part... There's a couple reasons. First of all, festivals are a lot of places where, you know, people go to discover stuff, and et cetera, et cetera. cetera. I guess kind of... Also, you have to, like... It's not our music. So know. Legally, Yeah, licensing becomes a problem. Um, And so, you know, when we have our own tunes, we can start submitting to some of these festivals and try to get in front of larger audiences and, you know, turn other people on to what we're doing and hopefully, you know, build a fan base that wants to, you know, be with us for a long time and and, um, grow with us and, you know, do all those things that bands do. Perhaps uh, in the... um Short term, um, maybe pickathon. Yeah, exactly. You know, all those regional. We would love yeah. to play those regional festivals, and um, you know, there's also we. You know, we we you know we pay our rent doing this, and we and we love that. But there's um, you know you don't you don't play the Doug Fur Lounge doing covers very often. You know, you play the Doug Furlounge when you're, when you got original material and Mississippi Studios and, you know, stuff like that, and so we would love, there's some, you know, some venues in town that we would love to, um, get into that, uh, are looking for more original material, um, you know, for the, kind of the same reason festivals are, you know, it's like, it's kind of a licensing nightmare, and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And Portland is such a, a robust
0: music scene. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, It's, it's actually insane. Um. Is there anybody that you're aware of out there right now that's kind of doing something very similar to what you guys are doing? yeah. Yeah, we
1: try, you know, it's, like, we're, what, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, there's definitely a lot of, there's some, there's some great folk people doing great, you know, we're, uh, um you know the, the student loan is a great you know uh bluegrass band that's kind of doing what we're doing a little bit of the genre bending stuff you know they'll do modern covers of in a bluegrass style and you know there's some great folk artists like Keeneland Muir and and um and uh you know folks out there but it's like we're yeah i don't know it's it's so hard to because everyone's kind of doing their own thing to be like is there someone that is like us um uh, there's just a whole bunch of people we'd love to share the stage with. Yeah.
0: And now, as promised at the top of the show, here's a snippet of one of the tunes that will be on the Junebugs' upcoming EP. It's called Sleep. <laughs> See Since you've been here in Portland, what's the most Portland thing that you've ever done?
1: <laughs> I, you know, I mean, apart from, you know, I from your beard. Well, it's, yeah. Well, it's funny, actually. We were, um, we were I, I was, you know, we were talking before we turned the recorder on. We were just just today, we were, um, you know, because when we play shows, we like to dress up a little. So it's like, you know, I have a you know, nice pants on and a bow tie. And, and uh, you know, my guys have, you know, button-down shirts and some nice slacks. And we played um, Plaza del Toro, which you, y'all should check out, because, oh, my God, the food is amazing. Um, but we were, we were in Plaza del Toro. Dressed up, you know, all of us, you know, have pretty significant beards, and we were playing a cover version of Kid Cudi, um, "Pursuit of Happiness," at two, you know, a bunch of Portland people eating like really nice food and doing this, you know, weird folky cover of Kid Cudi, and I was like, my drummer in the middle of the song was like, "This is the most Portland thing we've done in a long time," and I was like, "Yeah, man, totally." <laughs> so yeah, it was it was good, it was
0: good times, red right on. Well, Moses, thank you so much for speaking with me. Yeah, absolutely. It's
1: such a pleasure, man. It's so good to see you.
0: The June Bugs is online at www.thejunebugs.net, where you'll find links to other social media, their tunes, and most importantly, information about their Kickstarter campaign. I'll also have the necessary links posted on this episode's show notes. And that's our show this week, folks. Additional music is called Cataracts by local musician Sweet Nothing. Make sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you download quality podcasts. This has been a presentation of the PDX Beat Podcast. I'm Amado Lumba. Thanks for tuning in.